This is Speaking of Race, Side B. In the last episode, we talked a great deal about Samuel George Morton, whose skull collection and measurements played an important role in the 19th century American school of anthropology, and also in the development of ideas about polygeny. People revisited Morton's work in the late 20th and early 21st centuries, and some confusion remains, as is evident from the discussion we had of Stephen Jay Gould's critiques of Morton. Here's a bit that wasn't in last week's podcast that we thought might be of interest. Actually, why don't we talk about Morton for a second, though, because there's been a great deal of debate over, especially the just in the 21st century, about some of the writings, not of Morton's himself, but some of the writings that were done about Morton when he was introduced to the American public in Broadway in the 1980s through the work of Stephen Jay Gould. Gould wrote a book called The Mismeasure of Man, which if you haven't read it, I highly recommend it. Um, in The Mismeasure of Man, Gould uh, takes down Morton for intentionally or unintentionally, it's hard to say which Gould meant, uh, mismeasuring all of these skulls in his skull collection. But over the years, that has come under a significant amount of debate. And Jim, maybe you could talk for a minute about that debate. Gould essentially portrayed Morton as the type case example of cultural influence on scientific endeavor, making the argument that without even consciously understanding that he was doing it, Morton manipulated his measurements and his calculations to come to the conclusions that he had culturally grown up with, that whites were superior to other races and Africans were at the bottom of the racial hierarchy. Sounds reasonable, but also? In fact, there really is no doubt from uh, numerous historic sources that Morton was extremely racist, in, in, as indicated by the descriptions of the races that he wrote in his various books. But it doesn't appear that, in fact, his measurements were swayed in, uh, in any way by these ideas. If you look at the works that have been done first in 1988 and then in 2011, more recently, a blog post by the uh, fellow who did the first restudy of Morton's work, a whole blog series by John Michaels, shows that, in fact, Morton's mistakes were uh, probably in part due to the fact that he was a self-admitted terrible mathematician, that he had uh, just execrable handwriting, and that many of the errors are almost certainly the result of typographers not having a clue what his handwritten manuscripts actually said. In a summary table in his 1849 monograph, for instance, there are 13 mathematical errors that Michaels found out of 65 numbers in the table. These errors are distributed both for and against the superiority of whites, so it is more a matter of sloppy science than a matter of prejudice driving the measurement techniques, which was Gould's point, trying to argue that he was subconsciously uh, manipulating data or mismeasuring uh, skulls. So, Morton didn't get it right, but perhaps he got it wrong for reasons other than his latent racism, which we know existed. So how do we square that then? How do we square knowing that Morton was not correct with also knowing that some of what he did was incorrect for reasons other than what Stephen Jay Gould claimed? How do we square that? Well, 
here, the reason I'm saying this is because I don't want it to sound to people who have no idea what we're talking about that we're actually like, it's okay, Morton was wrong, but he wasn't that wrong. I don't want to exonerate Morton and be like, Morton was fine. You know what I mean? And I don't think you are by any means, but I just want to make it crystal clear for those people who are totally unfamiliar with what we're talking about. That uh, One of the things that we've completely skipped over here is Morton's contribution to the species question. And he, that, was, that was the question of natural history in that point in time. And of course, he's arguing for, for issues that include the idea that hybridization have, has nothing to do with species boundaries. So that it's, that's why we can produce mulattoes, although he's saying that Africans are a separate species. What, do you, what is a species question? What is a species? The definition of species. Ah, so he was trying to contribute to the debate at the time about sort of how we define what makes a species. Yeah, and before Darwin, there, there are a lot of, you know, a lot of different ideas floating out there, um, including reproductive isolation coming ultimately down from Ray and others, and then other people have ideas about species as, as being some sort of fixed type that, but that can interbreed with other species that are similar. Cool. All right, so getting back to Morton. In 2014, a paper came out in Evolution and Development um, called Remeasuring Man, where Michael Weisberg at uh, University of Pennsylvania went back and re-examined not only Gould's conclusions in the 80s, but Morton's initial measurements. And after redoing all of the calculations from both sides, it seems that what he concluded was that, yes, in fact, Gould's remeasurements were not exactly correct. While it's been reported in a number of sources that Gould had remeasured the skulls that Morton had, Gould never actually saw the skulls that Morton had in his collection. He never measured a single skull. What he was doing was simply working over the numbers that Morton had reported, the raw data that he had tabulated in uh, his volumes to reanalyze them to come up with different averages and, and uh, measurements for the various groups that Morton was reporting on. Gould also did a number of invalid things in his statistical processing of the data. For instance, completely eliminating any of the skulls that were uh, not measured by seed, which, by the way, is not ever noted which skulls they specifically are. So when Gould pulled those out of his sample, making guesses as to which they were without ever seeing the skulls, he came up with numbers that were significantly different than Morton's but there was no, no scientific justification for that whatsoever. There are much better critiques of Morton's work that are out there, uh, including critiques of the, the sampling, 19th century critiques of the sampling, of the techniques, of, the, uh, of all of the, the problems that were inherent in this kind of a, uh, a process. As you can see, even us so-called experts have trouble figuring out what's what with race sometimes. Thanks for listening to Speaking of Race Side B. Next up, we'll be talking about race and the Human Genome Project. Mm -hmm.